Are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Real classy. Why don't we just go to the story? Talk radio has made people lack confidence in a lot of our existing institutions. The best place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Here. Why are you here today? I don't watch the news. The birthplace of talk radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. And it comes back and it sinks his own vessel. That's what the Russian collusion story has done. But give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he... Armstrong and Getty. I've decided to audition to pitch for the L.A. Dodgers. Wow. Well, they need at least one more pitcher. I think I could do as well as several of them. I really do. I think I could throw four straight balls. I think I could. I'm certain you could. <laughs> and then you take me out, and that's you all I do. Five or six. I think you could put me in there. I throw four straight balls, and then you take me out. Wow. And I did the same thing that that guy did. You'd mutter angrily and go to the bench, throw <laughs> right. your glove down. Right. <laughs> Maybe punch a Gatorade cooler. Yeah, exactly. I could do that. Live from Studio C. Senor! A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today, on Little Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Collusion with the Russians. That's a good one. Mm. That's a good one. Man, I can't wait till Mueller's report comes out. It's going to be like a spy thriller. Yeah, I, I think. It could tear the government down. Yeah. Or something. I don't, or not. Or not. <laughs> or a bunch of people could be charged with uh, obscure FEC violations that carry a $100 fine. $100! Or if, if both parties are equally involved, then it'll just be, oh, well. Uh, yeah, we ought to clean this up. Yeah, I'm in favor of that. Yeah, isn't that something? <laughs> and then they just kind of mutter and walk away. <laughs> uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers, wearing flesh-colored T-shirts. How are you this morning, Michael? Hey, I'm doing good. I just want to wish best wishes to Marshall, uh, if, you, if you're listening. I uh, hope everything goes well, and hopefully this time next week, you'll be telling me how you are going out to lunch with the lovely young lady that gave you a sponge bath. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He goes under the knife uh, this morning, and we're going to Facebook Live that, right? Oh, we aren't? <laughs> It's being saved for the uh, DVD release. For his hernia, doing trying to train for push-ups for the Armstrong and Getty show. That is uh, not what happened at all. It That's had not... nothing to do with the show or anything we asked him to do. Gotcha. There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I'm uh, I'm loving the uh, the sports atmosphere 
we got currently going on right now. You got the the World Series in full throttle. NBA that season. was the best World Series game I've ever seen. Yes, yes, I am. I am very much looking forward to people who are kind of casual baseball fans who maybe that was their first game they saw this. This season, oh man, I'm, I can't wait to watch more. And then they get regular baseball after that. That's going to be good stuff. <laughs> well, I hated that game last night. All these home runs. Baseball is hit a single, bunt him over, steal a base, then another bunt and get him in. A home run, please. Yeah, I was I was on day three of the uh, the batch of chili I made on Monday. Oh, it's just every everything's everything's coming up, Sean. I mean, it's a great time to be me. <laughs> So as we mentioned, Marshall Phillips is out getting his operation. So who's this young man who's going to stand in for us today? Ladies and gentlemen, the great Ryan Harris. Ryan? Well, okay. The reason I ask these people is so they can introduce themselves to the world. (laughs) The reason you ask is you don't remember their names. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this young man who's filling in for for Marshall Phillips today? Uh, That is the adequate... Ryan Harris, but thanks for that, Joe. And you are uh, friends with Marshall Phillips. I, I'm chums with Marshall. Before he left yesterday, I made sure he uh, had my number, so in case he needed something while he was laid up, I told him, call me. I'll be glad to run it over there. And he gives you, you this, the Marshall Phillips stamp of approval. <laughs> I don't know about that. Right, right on the forehead, maybe. Is that like a USDA stamp of approval? You have some very large, sensible shoes to fill, <laughs> sir. You know, Marshall keeps us at arm's length, real stiff arm socially. We you, we could offer all year if you need anything. We'll bring it by. And he, yeah, okay. Now he wants to stay away from us in his free time. So the fact that he allows you in is uh, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he's going to allow me in. I just made the offer. We uh, actually were hoping to uh, Marshall uh, put forward the idea of he's going to call tomorrow in a groggy state, drugged up post operation. So that should be pretty good. That's some good radio there. <laughs> um. Some 60s music blaring in the background. Oh, yeah. Some voodoo child. He's partying on opioids, which the president has declared a national emergency today. So we'll be talking about that later. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is How Did It Already Get to Be Thursday, October 26th, the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. What a game. What a battle here. Another 3-2 pitch. That was some game. So the Astros had three home runs in extra innings. They had three home runs. Yeah. Striking out the very talented Yasiel Puig, who from my eyeball test is put together from like four or five different people. What a stud. That guy is incredible. But he's crazy as a hoot owl. He's a bat licker for one thing. (laughs) How about that ball? Not that I judge. How about that ball he almost caught? Did you see that? That he dove for and didn't quite make? And how mad he was? Had an immediate. He had the fastest temper tantrum in the history of sports. Son of a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was wild. What a game. That, uh, so many. Oh, my God, this is incredible. So it's going this way. No, right. no, it's not going this way. It's going that way. No, it's not. It's going this way. That was awesome. Uh, what are other headlines? What can we look forward to today? Ryan? No, oh, well, we got quite a few things happening today. Of course, uh, President Donald Trump, uh, more to say about the flap over the Democrats' dossier on him and his ties to Russia, also plans to change the way we pay taxes. He also, the big one I think today, promised us the release of the long classified documents on the John F. Kennedy assassination. Yeah, Conspiracy theorists have their mouths watering over that one, but what we will learn from them, of course, is all speculation. More groping allegations against President George H.W. Bush, plus we now know what his infamous dirty joke is, uh, the latest on the Harvey Weinstein scandal, big fireworks factory explosion in Indonesia. Got a whole list. Awesome. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. It's outstanding. Uh, agreement? Disagreement? Joy? Anger? You give it your highest rating. 
Mm, mm, no. <laughs> Give it a rating. Yeah, this whole Russia dossier thing is getting more and more interesting. Um, no idea where this is headed. No idea where this is headed. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. The latest revelations in the whole Russia story, and we've got some great clips of him yesterday from the White House lawn. Some great Trumpisms. Seemed rather pleased. Also, there's some... Bing, bing, bong, bong, oh, bing, bing, bing. He was bing, bing, bong, bonging with the best of them. There's a couple of things out of the, the, the Vegas massacre that are, that are really interesting that we found out today. Mm. Missing hard drive from a computer. How weird is that? They haven't found yet. Yeah, and did uh, did the security guard leave the country there briefly? Apparently he did. That's what I've heard, yeah. Weird, wild, wonderful. Not wonderful, sickening. Mailbag. <laughs> Posted something for you at armstrongandgettyradio.com, our terrible website. Um, it is... Uh, our terrible website. A couple ladies in... <laughs> a couple ladies in South L.A. disagreeing over who should get a, a parking spot. And they go to brawling, and then a couple big old gals, too. This is the super heavyweight division. And uh, they decide brawling isn't good enough and start ramming each other's cars. Wow. It's fantastic. Do we know what they were fighting over? A parking space. Oh, a parking, just a parking space. Yeah, Yeah, a parking dispute. But it is entertaining. If you like people acting like complete flaming idiots. And I do. Uh, Michael D comments the discussion of the brand new transition music continues this musical gem we've all enjoyed so much patty writes i hate the new transition music it's not fun it's just annoying Annoying. How's that not fun? That likes the definition of fun. Patty, you are literally the only person who thinks that. <laughs> Which is fine. I and I love iconoclasts and lone wolves and you know that sort of person, but you're just wrong is the thing. Oh, come on. I'm doing this at karaoke nights now. <laughs> and bring the house down. That's beautiful, Michael. Thank you. Uh, Randy, frequent correspondent from San Jose, saw the sideline comment about the World Series today. It was from one of those articles doing comparisons, including hamburgers from both states, In-N-Out versus Whataburger. The comment was, it's not fast food versus fast food. It's a city recovering from Hurricane Harvey versus a city recovering from Harvey Weinstein. Oh, which reminds me. Uh, Corey, uh, what's his name? Feldman. The only Corey that jumped to mind was Lewandowski. <laughs> Wrong Corey. Our man, Corey. Uh, Corey Feldman has launched a campaign to unmask pedophiles. Good for him. In Hollywood. And he's been frustrated for many years 
that nobody seems to care about his story of him and his friend who killed himself, Corey Haim. Right. Over, him, go ahead, sir. He says Corey Haim was raped in Hollywood, and, mm-hmm. that the, and the people involved are still walking the streets making money and big stars. Right. Right. Uh, so we'll we'll uh, tell you about his campaign, play a video he made, and, and, and discuss. There's a lot there. Interesting. There, there are layers. Speaking of layers, Ian from Tijuana comments on uh, the city across the border from him, beautiful San Diego. Now, across the border and up a little bit. but In San Diego, guys, the hepatitis A outbreak has become worse. Death toll rising, uh, many more infected. Hepatitis has always been around the bum population. Why is it so much worse this year? Because of the ban on single-use plastic bags. Those without houses, therefore without bathrooms, used to poo in bags and throw them in the trash. Now they poo on the sidewalk. A friend with a dog near the city spent hundreds of dollars trying to figure out what was wrong with his sick dog. Well, once the bum poo elimination squad started spraying bleach on the sidewalks, his dog's mystery illness went away. The single-use bag ban. How interesting. Yeah, the uh, homeless forum that I attended the other night, that came up as a a reason there's so much dog poo everywhere. They didn't mention human poo, but there's Mm -hmm. just a lot more dog poo around because people used to use those bags like I did when I lived in a town. Yeah. I mean, you can buy bags. Obviously. Yeah, but, and those little, like, wrist things you can carry around, but, but dispensers. You al- but. but you always have the little plastic bags around from Target or grocery store or whatever. Yeah. When I walk Big O, I'd shove a couple of those bags in my pocket, because once in a while, yep. once in a while, he'd give me the daily double. Wow. You know? <laughs> wow. You know? Wow. He'd unleash, and I'd think, ah, fair enough. I'd clean it up. It's my responsibility to tie it up so it didn't, you know, stink too much and wait for... Tra- and then... Fifteen minutes later, on our longer walks, he stops again. I'm thinking, what, what What do you eat? Oh, that's right. I feed you. I know what you eat. Do you ever pull the hat trick? No, <laughs> not that I recall. Not that I recall. Um, uh, but I didn't know it was, and it makes sense. I didn't know what happened with the with the the, the hobos either. Um, sure. So they used the plastic bags. Well, yeah. boy, unintended consequences. Always interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well said. Uh, on the topic of panhandling. Speaking of hoboys. Uh, I was in Oregon, Medford, I believe. Well, what did the sign at the edge of town say? Did it say Medford? Then it, I'm guessing, I mean, if it said Ashland, I'll doubt it was Medford, for instance. Uh, they had a city ordinance that didn't allow drivers and pedestrians to hand things to each other. I like that idea. Find those that hand money from the windows. That might help. John, listen. Made it a, a, an ordinance? Because the police chief was talking the other day about coming up with uh, uh, clever ordinances that can get around various panhandling laws that yes. have been struck down. Yeah. So there's one. You can't hand things to people. <laughs> you, I, I, you make that against the law. Okay. All right. Here's here's the issue. John, John, John. I do appreciate the cleverness of it. I see the spirit of it. What's behind it is people who understand those are beggars. They're not homeless people. They might be. Some are, but they're not necessarily. They're beggars. They're breaking laws. Don't give them any damn money. People who do are softheads. You're softheads. Unless you know, yeah, he's a junkie, he's a beggar, he's probably not homeless, but I want him to have my money. If that's your attitude, go ahead, it's your money. But the libertarian in me hates a million picky little laws. Oh, sure. Now I can't hand somebody from something from my car, or I'll be fined by the state. We have a, a, actually a, a couple of emails here that I haven't gotten to recently, of of people who are pissed because they're getting fined for things that are plainly nobody's business. It's just a cash grab. Yeah, and this one though, it's almost worse though that the police are never going to ticket you for that. 
because it's designed to stop the whole handing money to homeless people. That's yeah. almost worse, even though I appreciate it because I don't want to get a ticket for handing something. So then you have laws that are, you know, uh, arbitrarily applied to accomplish a different goal, which is right. not a good precedent. Right. No, it's, it's one of those things. It, it is, it's fun to take away other people's liberty. And it makes life convenient. But you, you can't if you have any principle. I think it's interesting that Spare Some Change was declared free speech by the Supreme Court. And that's the big hurdle for stopping panhandling. Yeah, it clearly is. Yeah, it obviously is. Um, if you are aggressive or frighten me or whatever, then we got a different situation. But And I'm easily frightened. Let's see. Uh, Trump! Trump! Writes Mark. The reason Americans love Trump, simple. It ain't pretty, but he fights back. Corker and Flake are on the take, he raps. Uh, like many other politicians, they're mortified of being exposed. The reason the politicians all hate Trump is because he's threatening their corruptly built kingdoms. The hypocrisy is so thick, you could cut it with Ted Nugent's field knife. They loved him when he was a possible donor. Well, yeah, that's true, but they're money-groving hoes. Oh, that's interesting. You know, the... There are a lot of Trump supporters who are shrinking in number. The Fox poll has them at 38% approval rating now. Uh, I think it's 38. Um, hey, he's hanging around 40. Eh, that's right. Goes up a couple, goes down. Yeah, he's, he's been around 40 for quite a while. Let's not get all excited. That seems to be more or less his bottom. Yeah. So um, Trump supporters know, oh, yeah, he's rude. He's crass. He's, uh, he's arrogant. He's childlike. He's butthurt. He's uh, ridiculous in many ways. But keep going. Whatever. Go. Whatever. Do your thing, Donald. A lot, of, a lot of Trump supporters think that. And so, you know, okay. As long as you're taking in the whole thing. I mean, if you're one of those Trumpkins who thinks there's nothing wrong with him, he's just being set up by the mainstream media, well, you're just a fool. <laughs> wow. Wow. He's wow. absolutely, wow. absolutely getting set up and screwed by the mainstream media on a daily basis. According he's to Jimmy also, Carter, among the, uh, well, others. Right, which was amazing. Um, but he's also rude, crass, easily butthurt, adolescent, insecure, and all those other things. But, we have, you know, we have a couple of great Trump clips for you. All right. I think it's interesting that, uh, I believe it's Hillary Clinton's birthday today. Somebody uh, verify that. That is true. Happy birthday, Hillary Clinton. She was talking about how the Republican Party is imploding and falling apart. And I thought, yeah, you say that. And then there's a lot of people that voted for Trump that are saying, yeah, isn't it awesome? A lot of people. Sure. Isn't it awesome? Oh, yeah. I, I, that people we like, are? like uh, for instance, uh, Flake and Corker are being dr- driven out of the party so we can remake it. Perfect. There, there's a lot of people that think that's awesome, not a problem, you see. And uh, uh, by the way, Hillary, uh, you might want to take a look at the Democrat Party, where the uh, oldest or the only say living... It her, say it to her in Russian. She understands it. Oh, huh? well huh? played. Bazam! Well played. Bingo! <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Zingo! <laughs> the only living Democrat ex-president other than her philandering husband uh, said he voted for Bernie. So you tell me about the Democrat Party, Hillary. They're both crumbling, and they should. They're d- grotesque, d- corrupt colossuses. Moving along, BJ from SF writes, Guys, please, f- gentlemen, he calls us, so I'll try to act like one. Please focus on the bigger picture, not the titillating dossier. Although it does show Clinton collusion with the Russians. The bigger picture is the uranium deal, where our national security was compromised by the sale of 20% of our uranium to Putin's Russia. We do not need a congressional hearing, but a special counsel to investigate Robert Mueller. Oh, my God. Comey, Obama, and those who allowed the Russians access to the deal. 
Man, who would and who would you pick to do that? I'll do it. From day one, I did not trust <laughs> Mueller, a longtime Democrat. No. Please have Dr. Gorka back on the air. Greetings. To talk about the uranium scandal. That's the big story. I think this this Mueller thing, when he finally comes, could just be mind-blowing. When he finally comes out. And like we were joking about earlier, it might be both parties kind of shuffling their feet. Well, I guess there was nothing there, huh? Yeah, nothing there. And they turn around and walk off. Mm. Because it just sullies everyone. Well, because ho- you, you got to remember, this whole dossier story, it's so exciting, but some... Republican candidate started the whole thing. Sure. Before the Clintons took over. So who was that? So who is willing to collude with Russia? If it's colluding with Russia for Hillary, it was colluding with Russia for them. We're going to go deep, deep into that at what, seven o'clock or so? Sure. Whenever. So yeah, well, d- in depth. Oh, listen to you. Uh, guys, the, I think this is yelling at Marshall, who was doing this story yesterday. The price of gas isn't going up. Our effing taxes are. You know, that's a good one. That's that just is a, a good distinction. That's a good rephrasing. You yeah, can't Stan. yell at Marshall in absentia, can you? Uh, 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 in absentia? No. 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 Yes. Yes. You, you absolutely. In, in fact, it's more fun because you can't fight back. <laughs> Marshall, you idiot! <laughs> Gas prices are, aren't going up, you clueless moron! Do wow. some research. Wow. Yeah. Why don't you do some research? Which I, is the favorite phrase of the angry emailer. I do like the phrasing on that, and I'll remember that the rest of my life. When something goes up, it's the tax going up. I mean, ultimately, is the total price of gas higher? Right, but you could... Yeah, you, but that's, that's, that's the truth that hides the truth. Sure, because it could be the Saudis cutting production or all kinds of different things that cause gas prices to go up. Sure. And it's not. It's your legislature voting for higher taxes. Well, you see, the problem, uh, Californians listening to the Armstrong and Getty shows, there have never been any other taxes dedicated to uh, maintaining the infrastructure and the roads. Nobody had thought of it. That's right. That's Oh, except for all of the other ones passed through the years that were then handed out to their cronies. But keep voting for the same party! <laughs> wow. Uh, so we got the news coming up in just a minute. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I think I over-dried my jeans last night. It can't be the donuts I've been eating. I think I just over-dried them. Sure. You ever do that? Yeah, that's got to be it. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh my gosh, we are chock full of stuff today. I say that a lot of days when it is just not true. Oh boy. I mean, we got nothing. But today, huge. Let's get the news now with filling in for Marshall Phillips, Ryan Harris. All right, thanks, Jack. President Donald Trump talked with Fox News uh, Business News Network, Lou Dobbs, talking about Hillary Clinton's campaign and the Democratic Party's payment for a dossier that includes claims of the president's links to Russia, says there's no collusion with the Russians in his campaign. He also accused the Clinton camp of having ties to Russia themselves, and he says having a great relationship with that nation wouldn't be so bad. I think it would be great if we got along with Russia. I don't think there's anything wrong with getting, you know, they are a power, they're a nuclear power. I think we could have a good relationship. I think the North Korean situation would be easier settled. President and his allies, of course, have argued for quite a while now that Russia investigations are politically motivated. They challenge that information. It comes as president's trying to work on getting his tax plan pushed through Congress, and that could include changes to your 401k and 
how much money that you might be able to put away. They're looking at less of it. The reason they want to do that is because at least it would bring in more money in the short term to offset money they lose from other tax cuts. Getting back to the Russia thing briefly, why does he always go there? We're not going to have a good relationship with Russia. Putin has nothing in, in mind but helping himself out. And aligning himself with other countries, accruing more power by opposing the United States. That's right. never going to happen. Why, yeah. why does he always say that? I don't know. There, You ask five people, you get five different answers. Mm-hmm. He wants to build giant hotels in Russia. He's on the take. He's he, uh, he, He's got a man crush on the pooter. It is pretty hilarious, though. This is one of these classic uh, parties switching their stories uh, uh, things. Cause, so Hillary's spokesman, uh, I've seen the clips. So I probably should dig him up. Former uh, spokesman. Who, who used to call this very thing collusion, while the Republicans were saying, it's just oppo research, is now saying, it's just opposition research. Right. It's just oppo research. That's fair game in an election. It's not collusion. And then you, you, can, you can see clips of him saying... Yeah, it's hilarious. And, and they, just, they just switch their stories. And Republicans, who were saying it's just opposition research, are now calling it collusion. They didn't call it collusion when it was the other way around. So Beautiful. It's just, it's just frustrating. All right, well, thousands of secret documents about the assassination of former President John F. Kennedy are expected to be made public today. Gerald Posner, author of Case Closed, Lee Harvey Oswald, and the assassination of JFK, said they might reveal that the CIA was aware that Oswald was a threat to the president. The real story, maybe, is that the CIA knew only seven weeks before the assassination that Oswald may have threatened the president. He returned to America in early October. And they did what the CIA always does. They told no one. Well, the uh, 1992 Kennedy Assassination Records Collection Act did set a deadline of October 26, 2017 for the release of the documents. Experts on the Kennedy assassination not expecting any major bombshells. Former President George H.W. Bush going into further detail with his apology for alleged sexual harassment. A representative for President Bush, the 41st, that says he sincerely apologizes and explains his confinement to a wheelchair causes his arm to fall on the lower waist of people with whom he takes pictures with. Representative, representative of the president says that he routinely tells the same so-called dirty joke and occasionally pats women's rears to put people at ease. That dirty joke. That always puts women at ease. I do it to coworkers all the time. You want to put a coworker at ease or any woman you hey, just meet that you barely know. Nice job on that account. Pat, pat, pat. <laughs> pat her on the ass. Do it, do it at work today. It really is you a way to bring people to flat I'm hand. sorry. I'll get out of your way, Sean. Sorry. Flat hand is key. Yeah, and at the grocery store, for instance, you're just in line, woman in front of you, just pat her on the ass. Nice job buying that whole milk. You know, that sort of thing. Sure. Just give her a little... Sure. They like it. It's yeah. a, it's a joke. Has history. And it, it might be a nice opportunity to meet her husband, too. Because he might want to speak with you. So is this a thing? Am I, uh, is... I have interesting insight from a listener, Jack. I, I don't know about the whole wheelchair height, patting the butt to put people at ease. That strikes me as ridiculous. Well, you don't think he's a groper, though, do you? I mean, that goes completely against his rep, and he's been around for 90 years. Exactly. And that's what I want to explain to you next. Okay. Do you want to hear the joke? Oh, yeah, we have the joke. Yeah. That's right. Okay. He says, do you want to know what my favorite, who my favorite magician is? David Copperfield. Oh, oh no. That's his joke? Yeah. Oh, no. And yeah. then he oh, grabs no. their ass. Yeah. Oh, no. Wow. Mm. Oh, Got no. an eye roll from Barbara Bush, apparently, at one of these meetings. <sighs> that, that is not a good joke. That, I'm uh, offended uh, on the comedic well, level. You can't... <laughs> Yeah, valid, valid criticism. Um, you can't make that joke, then say, yeah, my uh, arm, uh, it's, uh, it happens to be at that height. Oh, yeah, 
and I pat people on the butt. Wait a minute. You just made it clear that the first excuse isn't true. And then you do the David Copperfield joke. So who was the first excuse for? You just contradicted it twice. Yeah, I got to be fair because I like I like HW, so I don't want to believe in anything. But if, if, if somebody else were saying that's their joke and they were going to do it, I think you're just a groper. Perhaps the guy who followed him in the White House, Willie Jeff. Come on. Right, you right. buy the, yeah, I, uh, I got a tennis elbow, so my hands, are, <laughs> it hangs around butt level. <laughs> David Copperfield. Oh, Lord. Wow. You get it? Because it's like Copperfield. I do oh. get it, I think. Wow. I, wow. I don't get why, if he's been doing this for a long time, I don't get why somebody didn't step in and say, dude, maybe you don't say that to former World War II hero presidents. Bad joke. Since about 1971. Actually, since ever. Wow. Yeah, it is. It's unbelievable. And finally, uh, fellas, I'm guessing when you buy pizza, you normally pay for it with green money, not uh, wheat. <laughs> well, that's what happened. Pizza in, delivery. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what happened in uh, Moorhead, Minnesota, according to police, where they say a man tried to pay for his pizza with marijuana. The employees refused, of course, but he left uh, breaking a glass door on the way and then apparently drove recklessly while leaving the scene. Surprisingly, charges include driving while intoxicated. I did pay a cable installer in booze once, and he hooked me up with free HBO. Perfect. For the full bill, or was that just to get the extra on top? No, he gave me free HBO and Showtime and all that stuff for free for some whiskey. Beautiful. How much whiskey? I don't remember. I don't drink whiskey. I just happen to have some. He oh. asked me if I had any. All the better. I said yes. He said I'll hook you up with free, uh, with the free extra package. Sure, yeah, yeah. If you was give he, me some whiskey, and I did. Was he twenty? Does he know they sell those at stores? I guess he was late twenties. I'm guessing. Interesting. I, I regret that now because it is it's thievery. Um, but uh, at the time, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I regret it too. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how to get free HBO for myself. Great yeah. price. There you Very go. Good. Offer a bribe. Ryan Harris. Thanks, Ryan. We appreciate it. So the shocking insight from a listener coming up in a moment or two. It was his idea. Keep that in mind. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to bribe someone. It wasn't right. my idea. Will you hook me up with the free package if I give you something? You there, still wet behind the ears. Very naive. Thought this was just a standard practice. And then he said, I'm going to go out to my car and call your cell phone. Don't answer it. That way it'll register back at um, at my uh, office, and they'll just think that you weren't home and I didn't hook stuff up. I never got a cable bill for anything for like a year and a half. Wow. Yeah. Man, that was back before the boxes were addressable. Yeah, the high-tech world has rendered those quaint transactions uh, taboo. I hope I'm past the statute of limitations on that. Not going to prison. The big house. Uh, Lots on the way, including a couple of great Trump clips on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Irma Gerd, there's a lot of updates today. Remember that uh, blonde jogger chick who said she was abducted and then showed up alongside the road? She'd been branded and beat up, nose broken. Yeah, said a couple of Mexican chicks, uh, Hispanic chicks had abducted her. Well, there's update on that, and it would certainly seem her story is bogus. Well, that's a little uh, leapy to conclusion. eh? It's uh, shaky. Why don't we say that? (laughs) It's quite shaky. We have another hot felon. 
somebody's mugshot comes oh. out and people across America are willing to post bail to get this chick out of jail because she is sexually attractive. Yeah, boy, yeah. I hate homo sapiens. Yeah, it's uh, it, uh, and then important stuff, of course, like the oh, yeah. uh, the Russian dossier. We're going to get a rundown on what's going on there. So many tentacles to that story. And the uranium. Yes. Hmm. Stay tuned. Uh, folks, I'm going to use a word you don't normally hear on the radio during the following story. I think it loses impact if I don't. Uh, if you are offended by it, I sincerely apologize in advance. Uh, Bob, who uh, lives in beautiful Redding, California, the source of the uh, Sherry Papini story that Jack made reference to. Coincidentally, the ding. The ding. That's right. Coincidentally. Uh, my grandpa and dad were very reserved men. Dignified. Would never say anything derogatory towards women. In my grandpa's later years, my brother and I were once sitting in the back seat of the car with grandpa in the front while our dad was uh, in the bank. A uh, rather well-endowed woman walked past the front of the car and very matter-of-factly, grandpa said... A she-male? She had large breasts, John. Oh. A rather endowed woman walked past the front of the car and very fa- matter-of-factly, our grandpa stated, nice tits. Wow! 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 If my dad or grandpa had ever said that, yeah, I'd have thought, yeah. It's not clear to me in this story whether it was just uh, said for the fellas in the car or to her. But my brother oh. and I looked at each other astonished while wow. holding back laughter. It was completely out of character for him. Wow. Later, when my dad was in assisted living memory care, I got called into the principal's office, quote unquote, because my dad had said something inappropriate to a female aide. I waited to be told that he'd have to move out, but was instead told that employees are coached in how to handle these situations. If they're too bothered by it, they may want to rethink their career. Um, my dad's doctor explained to me, as dementia sets in, those filters that control what are appropriate and what are inappropriate actions and speech are the first thing to go. So your dad or grandpa maybe thought those that all those years, just never said it. As well, a, as unless a he's human blind, being. he'd think it. I mean, come on. Uh, this actress looks like she's just trying to hop on the victim bandwagon for, for some free publicity. Uh, oh, boy, not sure where that leaves my future. Well, good luck, Bob and Redding. Uh, but, yeah, I've heard that multiple times. That is, uh, men and women. I mean, the crazy old lady who just doesn't care what people think now. Isn't that great? She's so liberated now. She doesn't care what people think. She'll speak her mind. Part of that is just the I better not center of your brain, which is slow to develop. Uh, check it out a little early. And you're saying H.W. Uh, Bush may be in that situation. Yeah, it could be he can no longer sense what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. I don't know. He might just be an old school perv. He might be a madman. Could be, but style, man, that, that is, uh, gr- gr- you know, rude fella. I've read a number of biographies of the gentleman. That is so not his reputation. He's, yes. he, he's from like a super dignified, extra classy, like over the top sort of background. And that's the way he's lived his whole life, yeah. as far as I knew. Uh, and he's been, around for, he's been around for a damn long time. And now all of a sudden he's grabbing women's ass with a terrible, terrible joke. Speaking of which, again, offensive on a couple levels, humor and human relations. Like the Jerry Seinfeld thing. Are, are you offended as a Jew? No, as a comedian. <laughs> Jack, I want you to brace yourself. I'm braced. Veteran journalist Mark Halperin sexually harassed women while he was in a powerful position at ABC News, according to five women so far who shared their previously undisclosed accounts with CNN and others who did not experience the letter but were aware of it. 
Wow, the the uh, the number of people in a number of different. I got this Nickelodeon producer who has admitted to sexual harassment over the years. I mean, these people that had been getting away with it for years. Now, all of a sudden, the women feel empowered, thank God, to uh, come forward and say these things. The stories of harassment shared with CNN range in nature from propositioning employees for sex to kissing, grabbing's one, grabbing one's breasts against her will. Three of the women who spoke to CNN described Halpern as, without consent, pressing an erection against their bodies... <laughs> That's how I prefer to pronounce it, erectian, <laughs> against their bodies while he was clothed. Uh, well, good. Some um, might suggest that's the old dry hump. Halperin denies grabbing a woman's breast and pressing his genitals against three women, but they say, oh, yes, you did. Five different women. Yeah, so far. He just had a baby real recently. He and his wife. Right. Uh, he has been lifted from... MSNBC's incredibly sanctimonious Morning Joe, and he's the, where he works with the plagiarist, uh, what's his name, Barnacle. And he's the least sanctimonious person on that staff. That is true. He's the only one that, get, that, that, may, that allows me to watch. Halperin admitted pursuing, quote, inappropriate romantic relationships. Wow. Including some junior to me. I understand from these accounts that my behavior was inappropriate and caused others pain. For that, I am deeply sorry and apologized under the circumstances. I'm going to take a step back from my day-to-day work while I properly deal with this situation. So he has vanished from the airwaves. You never know people's, uh, people's secrets. Good stuff or bad stuff. You just don't know. This whole Russia probe thing. We're going to talk to a reporter and try to nail down what's going on. What was the FBI up to? You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.